Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. We are back live at the Woods and Water Outdoor Weekend, and the crowd has grown pretty large here. This is uh, there's quite a few people that are very, coming out today. Very this is exciting. awesome. So it's uh, everybody have a good time here. There's a lot of great things in the back, obviously behind us, which stinks because you can't see us when you walk by. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here with the, the 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 legend and myth, Mr. Mike Avery. Ooh, How's it going, man? That's, that's, uh, when, when you set up the interview like that, that's uh, that's not something I look forward to. <laughs> Mike, you can handle it, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've been through more than that. Mike's, I think you've done a few of these, huh? Uh, a couple of them. Next time I'm sitting here thinking, you guys have more gear here than we do in the entire radio studio. That's this is just one portion, so I don't know. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Uh, no, By I'm, the way, stop out and check out our booth. <laughs> I know. I think you guys are doing it right. You're doing it right. <laughs> You know, remember when we first talked about podcasting a while ago? I think oh, it was yeah. up in White River. Yeah, yeah. It was a good move, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Podcasting, it's a, it's a interesting too, Mike, when you think about that, because if you take a step back, I think Bowcast was like one of the originals yeah. that did it, and, and it never really took off for them. It's almost like it just turned, I think we were talking about this the other day. We like were, it just, yeah. Started turning on these last few years, yep. and, uh, and all of a sudden, it's like exploded. Now you have actors, celebrities doing them. Um, everybody in their everybody. It's unbelievable. It used to be TV. Those long episodes on YouTube. Everybody used to now. Now it's shorter, and and people listening in their cars, which is a great format for us. Yeah, so. and it's it's important because the one thing I noticed about it, I find myself even traveling to and from the Woods and Water show. I'm listening to a podcast yeah. so it's like right. a, it's like amazing i listen to some you know you look at all these different outdoor hunting ones there's a whole bunch of like sci-fi there's scary ones it's interesting how much content is online there's mike avery outdoor magazine mike, mike avery outdoor <laughs> magazine also on the radio uh so mike we're here today to talk about and we and, and i would love to talk more about you because obviously there's a lot for us to talk about in a different episode but today we're actually here to talk about vanguard vanguard, vanguard outdoors and what vanguard has to offer all of you wonderful people out here um so let's do that so let's start with uh i don't know optics maybe optics well first of all can you still hear me because my headphones cut out so is my mic still good yeah, okay sorry there's some i tell you i uh, i love partnering with vanguard you know i like michigan-based companies and vanguard worldwide company but based here in michigan 
And I'll be honest, I didn't know much about their products when I first started working with these guys. But the more I get to know them, the more I use their products. Optics, I was just back at the booth. Thomas showed me the ED4. He says, look through these things. It's like looking at a high-def television. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and it was, I have ED2s that I use and I love, and I yep. thought they were great, and they are. Man, you put those ED4s up to your eye, and it is absolutely phenomenal. And also, I've been using the uh, ED2, the new Edge, in a 10 by 42 I used to use 8-power binos. And Tom Beecher said, why don't you try going to a 10? I thought, well, here in Michigan, everything's up close and personal. Yeah. I like the right, bear hunt. Right. I don't need 10-power binos. Right. And he said, just give them a try. I switched over to those, and I really, really like it. I'm going to start hunting with 10-power now. I'm going to have to try that myself. Yeah. I haven't done I that I have not either. tried that. Yeah. So... Yeah. They're absolutely as clear as clear gets. I know exactly what you're talking about. And we, we, we've been using them for a couple of years, too. And and I and it's one of those things where Vanguard, uh, I think people don't realize that they make so much great products. And, and the vinyls are just one. We'll get into the more as we go. But they have an incredible uh, lineup of products that they do really put a lot of good engineering into right. and um, technology. And so when you look at these things through this glass, man, it is so crystal clear. <laughs> and the EDs are what turned me on originally yeah, when they yeah. were like, oh, try this. And, you know, a couple years ago at Woods and Water. And now it's just evolved into these amazing. Yeah. And then adding the new Realtree Edge line, yeah. which is huge. And, you know, it's you know the whole thing right now with Edge is it's a big thing. And Tyler Jordan has been on the podcast a few times talking about um, – the push for edge for them you know it's their new thing right masio's got the country there's all these companies who are launching sika's got their own cabela's got their own i mean yeah, keep going yeah, yeah. right right so it's a big deal to have a partnership like that with realtree and vanguard and now you see vanguards on realtree commercials and things like that so what i've really enjoyed about them is is from a consumer standpoint it's the quality versus the the price that you yes. pay right the value that you get out of a vanguard and the quality that you put out i think is bar none in the industry right you now, can pay so. a lot more for a pair of binos for a name <laughs> and and not get any more than what you're going to pay as far as performance yeah. with a absolutely yeah. absolutely it's an incredible company and the vinyls are great now they also do spotting scopes so we've played and dabbled in the spotting scopes uh over the years and they're they're great now i, I can't say i use them a lot i don't because i don't do a lot of mountain hunting sure. you know so i'm not looking through valleys and stuff we hunt in michigan which all of you know is mostly flat <laughs> maybe not in the up <laughs> for the most Kevin part goes here and there but for the most part I could see pretty far across my binos do me just right. Or into the woods, right? I mean, <laughs> you're always blocked by something here, so absolutely. I do want to try the spotting scope, though, because I want to get into digiscoping. Putting your, putting oh, your yeah, iPhone. Oh, yeah, digiscoping, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Tell me about that. So we were out, my wife and I were out in Yellowstone, and uh, there was, you know, you get out there and there's people watching wolves. Well, you can't see them with the naked eye, but I was able to... There was a guy there who had his scope scoped in, and he's showing me the wolves. Well, we I had the attachment to put the phone on there. Yeah. And when you put the phone on there and you put it in the video mode, you could actually, I could see them. I'm like, oh, wow. That's a, and you could take pictures wow. So stuff. can you record video and shoot pictures through a spotting scope? You can. You can. How's yes. the image quality? Uh, Depends on if you have an Apple or a Samsung. <laughs> So, in your opinion, which is better? Oh, I mean, for me, Samsung all yeah, the way. No. Yeah, Come Samsung on, all the way. No, but you could. You could. Um, I, I will say this. It, I, I had some pictures that came out really good, and I had others not so good, but I think that's more the... Uh, the ability of the photographer. <laughs> I knew that was coming. He was, yeah. he was, trying, he was, he was trying to find a nice way to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I think... User error. If you've got the right equipment, and you've got the right... 
you know, set up, you can get some really good well, pictures. Well, these phones are so amazing. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't, I don't have a television show anymore, thank God. But I still do <laughs> yeah. a, a fair amount of video, and I find myself shooting more video, including yeah. my Wednesday, Wednesday Night Lives, yep. Yep. with my phone than I do my better cameras. We talk about that all the time. I call myself a professional cell phone photographer. Yeah. <laughs> this, hey, the, the first camera I ever used when I got into TV professionally cost $70,000. You had a 20-pound camera on one shoulder and a 20-pound recorder on the other, yep. and it did not shoot as good an image as this iPhone does yeah. right here. That's it's incredible. just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think one of the things, uh, you know, with the getting the good images is, you know, I have a little bit of trouble with seeing on the small screen, but when you get it back and put it on the uh, computer... You're like, oh wow! I really did get some good stuff. <laughs> or you're like, oh, I thought it was in focus. And it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to put a battery in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> or, or with the old cameras, I thought I started it rolling and I didn't. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love. Uh, it. And, that, and that, well, that's a type of stuff. Now it's instant gratification, right? You could take a picture, you could look at it. Back then, you you don't know what you have until no, you get it home and no, you can put it in no. the player. It's so. a whole different. It is. Yeah. It is as you know, Dave. It is far easier for people to reach a big audience now than it was. Through Oh, 40 yeah. years ago yeah, when I much faster too with the phone. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, boom, you see absolutely. something you posted right now. Yeah. The, the, the difference is, and I tell Kevin all the time, and other people ask me about when we talk about photography. Now, Vanguard's huge in photography, right? They have a whole photography side, which we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute with the tripods and all that. But one of the things I tell people, the biggest difference between an iPhone, a Samsung, and my four thousand dollar DSLR is the size. So if I take a picture with my DSLR, you're talking a picture bigger in this wall with the megapixels. Right. And with that, that little camera, you're talking with the sensor, you're talking a picture probably as big as this picture. Yep. So there is by tennis, yeah. But for online posting, no big it's deal. perfect. It's crystal yeah, clear. Yeah, for social media but nowadays, for, it's great. For that logo, that Vasic right, logo up right. there, no, it won't work. So, yeah. but, but unless you're do, doing print or doing correct. banners, yep. you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're not printing it, which stinks sometimes too, because you might run up to uh, a picture where you're like, oh my God, that was like the best picture I've ever taken. And you realize that you took it on your phone and not like a <laughs> so like my wife and I were in uh where were we uh Silver Lake area um actually north that we were by Traverse City but south somewhere in there off we went off Lake Michigan we looked out and it was a night you know the night was coming down and so she was taking pictures of her phone and I pulled out my A7S2 and I took a shot of the this sunset and oh my gosh it was, Amazing. it was incredible. And now yeah. I can blow it up yeah. and make it into a portrait for my house or yeah. Kevin's house for a gift or something. Right? I can be like, hey, here's a... Yeah. Not that people do that all the time, right? Yeah. You know, but Well, you remember not that long ago, self-filming was a lot harder than it is nowadays, too. Because you, you have, you oh, have the, equipment, the equipment, you know, nine years ago when we first started, it was a lot more manual to be able to get a good shot. And, <laughs> and I'm thinking nine years ago. <laughs> well, shoulder nine well, years ago. I see that because like recent history. Yeah, and no kidding. But and I, I grew up in an industry, so I grew up in I grew up in videography. My my dad and my dad, you know, built the business uh, doing wedding videography, 80s, 90s, still does it today. So I've seen kind of the evolution of everything happening. But it you gets I think it gets easier and easier for the mass amount of the population to start using that and doing it on yeah, their own, yeah, which yeah. is great. It's it's very exciting. I always yeah. tell people getting into the you know they say I want to get into the world of outdoor communication, man. Now is the time to do it. Uh, certainly much better than it was uh, 20 years ago, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely different. So, and, and, and speaking of photography with Vanguard, again, you know, tripods, they got so many, that, that VO series, man, they're quick. Like, you can break that thing down to this big, and it's like full, you know, good to go. And, and they're aluminum, they're carbon now. Yeah. So it's it's incredible. Um, 
this is a very credible technology, I think. The way they fold up like yeah. that. I haven't used those, but I have used the VO2 shooting stick, stick. with the oh, ball yes. at the bottom. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. So my son, that's like our big product we use. If anybody here is taking a child crossbow hunting coming up, go see Vanguard, the VO2 stick with the legs. You can put the front end of the crossbow on it. You can actually take your hand right off it, come back on the trigger, and keep their hands behind everything. Yep. And that thing will balance and also allow movement enough to where you can adjust. And that thing is incredible. That's one of the best products right. I've like ever If you're seen. sitting in a blind bear hunting, which is what I love to do most, and you got to set on a shooting sticks or a tripod, and a critter walks in, and he's not exactly where you think he was. On that tripod, you got to move. On those shooting sticks, man, you just move a little bit over to the side. You don't have to move the sticks at all. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're yeah. What I like about the VO2 is that it, it stands on its own. You know, a lot of the yeah, other yeah. shooting sticks out there, you Good have to point. place it in the ground, and you can't always maneuver in the right spot. You, have, you, you know, you might have to take it off to actually get yep. the shot that you're looking for. But this being that it stands on its own, it's, it's easily maneuverable. You don't have to pull it out of the ground and stake it back in or anything. And, and it's just it's another example of how you can tell that the people at Vanguard, there's been a lot of thought put into this, a lot Absolutely. of engineering, a lot of field testing. Um, because when they finally, not, I shouldn't say finally, when they decide to bring a product to market, they know it's ready to go. It's quality. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's great to see them in a venue like this, too. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of those bigger companies that don't end up showing to, you know, the, these local local um, shows that are going on. But for Vanguard to come to a place like this and get out in front of what their true audience yeah. is, I think really speaks volumes about, about who they are as a company. I've seen Tom Beecher who I, I, I think is their, like their national sales guy. I mean, he's way up the food chain. I've seen him at the Birch Run show. He comes to our Wednesday Night Lives. I mean, they get their That's people amazing. out in the field. Uh, I think even he and Josh even might have showed up at the, uh, in Novi for one of the big shows down there. Oh, nice. And I asked him about it. I said, look, you guys, are, you got a lot vying for your time. Why do you do this? International company. We want to meet our customers. We want to get their feedback. We want to hear what they're saying. And that yeah. says a lot. That, yeah. that does say a lot, absolutely. Yeah. Last time I saw... Um, well, Thomas is pretty much everywhere I go. Every Thomas, because Thomas is everywhere. Vanguard is everywhere I go, and it's always Thomas back there. So if you guys are looking for him, he's back there selling these things. But he, uh, uh, I saw Josh. He was at ATA, so we were all messing around at ATA. And, you know, I go back, see him every like ten minutes. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> and just bring him a drink, like a water. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, give me this for. Um, so just it. funny stuff like that, but. So, okay, we talked about the shooting sticks, which are absolutely incredible. And to be honest, for the price, you should just have one anyway. I think everybody should have one for gun or bow, depending on what you're doing. You, know, you, you talk about how you were using it at ground blind. I used it up in the tree. I was able to yeah. put it on the thing. And the same thing, the bear came in, and I had to adjust, man. You just, it's great. That's you know, easy. No scraping across the Yeah. You know what we got to do? We got to get Vanguard to come out with a line of portable pop-up hunting blinds. Yeah. Wouldn't that be sweet? That'd be amazing. Now you're speaking my language. Man. Yeah, with everything built into it, where all and, those and, shooting sticks and pop out. And if they can out. make them so you can see through them, too, oh, like, yeah. uh, some like, other like some other like some of those, you know, 280, 360 view yeah. ones that you see out there nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Brian had one last year. We brought it up to the spot. He bought it. I had a Cabela's. He brought it up there, and it, he opened it up with all just the mesh, whatever, the 360. Uh-huh. And it was, I've never seen anything like that. I went on the outside, I looked at it, and I couldn't see him at all. And on the inside, I could see all the way around me as if there was just like a, it was like a TV or something, like no big deal. And I'm like, I mean, it wasn't that clear, but I meant like you can right. see. It's like I can see the grass right there. So if the deer's coming, 
I would be almost like nervous, like because it literally would be right there, yeah, or yeah. a bear or something. Or you would see every inch of that bear. Or you, know? you know where else would be great for turkey turkey hunting? Oh, that would be great. Because you know you get a tom coming up behind you. He shuts up. You can't exactly tell where he is. You know he's close. Yep. A yeah. lot of times he's right here next to you. Well, now you can re- look over there and so see him there. The, in those blinds, that type of blind, is it you're shooting through any of the mesh? No. There's no, certain it, areas. It's very heavy-duty mesh. You couldn't okay. shoot through it. No. So you're still shooting through a window of through, some sort. Through a window. But could, you fire, could you use a firearm through it, though, or no? I bet you could. Okay. You but you know what? It, for though. what I paid for those things, I don't think <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> That's true. I don't want to replace that match. I knew that was going to come. They're not cheap. Yeah, they're definitely worth it, though. 360 C-through Great type point. line, yeah. Um, so shooting sticks, they also have, now they launched these past few years. Uh, well, real quick, that VO2 stick flips to a video camera holder, too. You take that, the wire. Oh, I saw that. I haven't you used it. You can put a camera on it. So I use that a lot, too, uh, with my kids if I'm filming and I want something quick and I can just flip up, you know. Um, but the other thing is um, their backpacks. So they oh, yeah. launched the Pioneer packs. Pioneer uh, packs are Pioneer. And this year was a big year for them as they launched into Real Tree Edge. So that was really exciting for them. And they had uh, Tyler and Dave Blanton came up here yeah, in Michigan. Yeah. They're here and they filmed with them. And I had them on. Uh, well, I do the Vanguard podcast. Oh, and, that's and right. We had, yeah, we had those two I guys on the show. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Yeah. So they're. Uh, and great you know what guys. was cool about that is like. At the end of that thing, I ended up with the personal cell phone number of Tyler Jordan and Richard uh, David Lang. Dave, yeah. Now I'd never call them. I would never bug them, but just to know that they were so open that they were willing to give some information oh, yeah. like that out. And after I talked to those guys, I thought, you know, these are two of the heaviest hitters in the outdoor yeah. industry, and they were just the nicest You'd guys. You'd be surprised. I text Tyler today. I said, "Could you come on the show?" And he couldn't. He's at the Ole Miss game. He's like, "I can't. I'm at Ole Miss." I'm like, "Dang it!" So I. So then I text. Uh, uh, I got Bud Fisher, and I text him at Catching Deers. I'm like, can you come on? Cause he's a funny guy. You know, I thought he'd be good for the crowd. And he's like, I can't. I just got home from a trip. I'm like, come on, people. I'm like, just make it happen. Uh, but, yeah, though, having that, that quick access to Tyler for me has been a dream. You know, like I have a question. I just ask him, like, hey, is Realtree doing this with Bear or whoever, right? And he know, you know, he'll be like, oh, yeah, or he'll call me and be like, hey, you know, no one knows this, but yeah, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of exciting to have a little bit of an inside edge, you know, with the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> you didn't plan that, did you? No, but I caught it. I caught it instantly. Um, so anyway, so the Pioneer Pack, so they have such a variety of Vanguard. Um, they must have four different kinds, like a 1600, 2100, 1600, yeah. and they, well, the fanny one. packs, the backpacks. Yep. Huge those variety. things are phenomenal. Amazing quality. Uh, I just had uh, Jared Growth from Vanguard did a 30 second radio spot for the radio show because I said we nice. need to get something new with your voice other yep. than mine. And uh, they, they you want did. mine? Okay. <laughs> no, you being Jared or yours, I don't know. Okay. Um, hey. But they did this spot, and in the vo- spot they said the best hunting backpack Mr. Avery has ever used. His words, not ours. And so I emailed him. I said, Mr. Avery, why are you calling me Mr. Avery? I'm like, you know, I am still upright, okay? And he, and he said, you know what? You've earned it. All your years in the industry, you've oh earned that. Oh, my gosh. That's not awesome, dude. It's like, I'm not dead yet. That is hilarious. Mr. Avery. So, Mr. Nice. Avery. Um, <laughs> so now, I, I have to hear this twice a week, every week. In oh, my you're going to hear it a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> he spilled the beans. Man. <laughs> See, we have Mr. Avery on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Michael Avery. Isn't this an awesome Michigan weekend? Yeah, here? man. I cool mean, out here. Can you believe this? This, this is weather incredible. is phenomenal. It gets you itching, right, oh, to yeah. go out. Yeah. That cooler weather. I am. You're you're kind. Of, I'm, so I'm now, now. I'm like okay. Summer's over. Let's get it to fall. Let's let's get the hunting and let's get let's yeah. get going. I'm ready. Mike, do you have anybody that you take out on a youth hunt? 
right now? Or no, no. You? Well, no. My emphasis right now on youth is in my grandkids. That's what I'm my talking grandkids. about. Do you, yeah, get, yeah. do you get that? We haven't taken them on the youth hunt yet, no. Okay. Uh, a lot of fishing right now. We did take my oldest uh, grandson, Trent, who is 16. We took him up to White River to hunt with Ron St. Louis oh, oh, this awesome. spring awesome. and got him his first bear up there. Oh, that's amazing. That wow, was that's amazing. Cool. Was yes. he sitting alone or was he? He was sitting with my son, James. Oh, great. And, awesome. the, and the interesting thing was, before the hunt, it was just like I was before my first hunt. He's like, Grandpa, are they, should I be nervous? Should I be scared? Are they mean? Are they going to growl at me? Are they going to come in the blind? You know, all what first-time bear hunters sure. go through. Yeah. It was so neat to watch him that. Was he, was he in a ground blind? Or he was in go- a ground blind. Oh. He was in a ground blind. Oh. Wow. And he, he had several bears. I had a slow bait. He had multiple bears every night. I bet you were happier about that. I, oh, I didn't oh, care God. if I shot a bear or not. Right. Several bears came in. He finally decided he was going to take one, and he missed it. And talk about devastation. Oh, no. So all that night, it's like, Trent, don't worry about it, man. You know, a, a clean miss is better than a bad hit. Right. You're always going to miss. Don't worry about it. No big deal. But he was pretty bummed out. And then the next night, he made a good shot and killed a bear. Nice. And that kid's usually pretty quiet. He didn't shut up for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> he talked nonstop That's for six hours. That's man. awesome. Oh, it was what an experience, that. huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And now I got uh, an 11-year-old grandson who's decided he wants to be Al Lindner. And he is just in love with fishing. I uh, picked him up last night. We got a pond behind our house. He wanted to go fishing. He wanted to fish the bay today, but I was going to be down here in this northeast wind anyway. When I left, he was out by the pond. <laughs> and when I get home, he'll be out <laughs> he'll by the pond, pond fishing. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Just, oh, it's Kevin, Kevin yeah. took my kids fishing in yeah. South Dakota. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, they, they uh, tagged out or whatever you call it, uh, limited L- out. Limited out in less than an hour trout. rainbow trout. And he made them right at the campground, and they oh. were unbelievable. That so, was so good. good. They had a blast. It was hot too, though. I remember oh, that. They loved it, man. When the fish are biting the oh, kids, that's the best. Mike hasn't heard the, the shark story. What's that? The shark story. You, that. I just got back from uh, North Carolina and I got a five and a half foot black tip <laughs> shark. On purpose? Yes. Yeah. We were, were targeting sharks. We were. Well, what happened was we were fishing for. Uh, we told the guy when we went out. We said. He's like, what do you want to fish for? We're like, whatever we can eat. Sure. So we were catching Spanish mackerel, and we were just catching, catching. So we're like, well, what else can we catch? And he's like, well, the water's so warm, the only thing here is the Spanish mackerel and sharks. He goes, you want to catch a shark? And we're like, All can right, I I'd like it? to see a shark, you know? <laughs> so he takes us over by a shrimp boat where the dolphins are jumping, and there's people in these jet skis. He goes, these people don't realize this water's full of sharks. He threw, he threw the bait in, and like three minutes later, and uh, yeah, and so when we're pulling it in, the, when the guy first saw it, he goes, oh, that's a really good shark. We're going to keep it. So we're like, well, do you eat them? He's like, oh, yeah, these are the best eating fish you're going to ever have. So, yeah, so we brought it in, and uh, he flipped cut it up i brought 30 pounds of shark meat uh, home uh, and it is delicious he made it the other it day is it was delicious these guys the came podcast. over working we're over there oh he surprised us the other day when we were putting all the stuff together for this show and he he's like oh, i gotta go i gotta go check on something right we had no clue what he was doing and he comes back downstairs about five minutes later with this plate of shark uh, hot, and like i think i think right within two reel. minutes it was gone yeah the I mean, sharks it ate so it good. it was um, <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was like chum in the water it was great <laughs> what did the jet skiers do after they saw you pull a shark out of the water they, they were, were they were it took so long that you know, most oh, yeah, of them were gone like, by uh, the time they were oblivious it. you know but 
But yeah, the guy says he says this is a constant thing. I tell you what, it changed me. I'll never be on a jet ski out in <laughs> off of North Car- in the Outer Banks. That's for sure. So Kevin, uh, this is, that's actually a funny story. So when we're in Hawaii on our vacation, family vacation in February. Kevin, uh, him and uh, who are you with? Who's the- me and Sean? Sean. So him and Sean go down. It's a friend of ours, neighbor. They go down. To, they drop me and his his younger son off, fourteen. We, him and I want to go all the way down to snorkeling down this mountain thing. It was very aggressive. We won't get into that. But so they went to another area to do it where you could just walk in, and the, he comes over this ridge and there's two like I don't know if they're called DNR, but some sort of DNR people with a dead dolphin, and he, they're like, "What's going on?" And, and the, the guys, there's a, a great white in the water. So he looks up and he sees it. Under the water, you could see through the water. He could see it. How? What did you say? It was like 15 foot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then there's a swimmer coming <laughs> right to it, right to it, and he's like, he's like the DNR is like, get out of the water. <laughs> oh yeah, it was crazy. That's it why was. I like fishing in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was seriously the, the way he described it was so scary. We're like, oh, I'm like, I'm not gosh. going back in the water. I yeah. think I'm good, guys. You know, and yeah. when you said, uh, what did you say? It wasn't a limit of walleye, or you said something tagged out. I said tagged, tagged, tagged out. out. I'm thinking, I got to get you out on the angler quest and do some <laughs> no. walleye fishing. Oh, there you go, man. Yeah, I definitely need to know more about fishing. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. His grandson's, my grandson, his son, is a much better fisherman than he is. Yeah. And the problem only... is my dad messed me up fishing. He always kept me out there all day, and I was, like, so bored. And I just remember, we were always perch fishing, you know. It was always yeah. perch. He catched 200 perch back then, like, you know, in a sit. They, it was unbelievable. Um, but, you know, I think as a kid, I, I got really bored. I'm, like, after a while, I'm, like, I like, Dad, can we go in? You know, I swear it was just too much, I guess. That's the problem. It broke me, I think, then. So that's what I think now. So I like river fishing. When I was at Central, I went to school there. I'd river fish with Tim up and down the river. Because you can move, you know. We're yeah, moving yeah, around. Yeah. It's not, it's constant movement. You're casting. I'm not eating anything. I'm just catching and releasing it. There's only, there's only one time I like fishing. That's when they're biting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's when I enjoy it. <laughs> we got way off topic. All right, back to Vanguard. <laughs> yeah, back, to, back to Vanguard. <laughs> back to Vanguard. All right, here we go, Josh. We got you. Um, so, okay, we did talk about the packs, the different varieties and sizes. Um, they had, did they have a fanny pack? Did we say that? Yeah, I saw, yeah. I, I've never used them, but I saw them over there on display. I have used it. Yep. Um, and um, they had um, the camouflage <laughs> version and, like, the OD green version. I love the OD green. Because I was asking Thomas about that. He said, oh, he says camouflage version is far more popular in the backpack line yeah yeah i can see that yeah. we've been using the green a lot but i, I can see people i like the green because when i go like travel in the airport and stuff a lot of times yeah. i like that backpack to to travel you know you don't want to always carry a camel when you're going through the airport and, is, you know? and I, I understand exactly what you're saying and isn't that an interesting indictment on today's world that we're a little bit I'm not going to say hinky. We're, we're at least more conscious of wearing camouflage in places yeah. that people don't normally see it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, there's also been a <clears throat> there's also been this huge influx of different camos, like Sitka and Cabela's has their own, you know, that I think is kind They're of They're even throwing even it more. old school It's now, different looking, though, you know. It's not always like yeah, Under Armour. Yeah. Under Armour, you know, you see people all day walking by with the new Under Armour camo. It's not new anymore, but Ridge Reaper and stuff, but... 
it's coming a lot more common, I think. But Michigan's always been a little bit more common yeah. with that. Compared you know, to we, I thought for a while we were going to have pink camouflage in Michigan, too, and I'm glad we did. I know. I remember that. Yeah, that was that one was, of those things. That see, back in the day, long. the hunting out was flannel and, and blue jeans. What? Right? I mean, How many was, deer were killed in red plaid? Right. Exa- that's a, <laughs> that's a it, no, that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> so, and, but, and, and there's something to say. Like, I mean, camo, I think, does help. It keeps you hidden. And I, I think maybe in archery a little bit more than others. Um, but there's been plenty of deer that have been killed Blind, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're in a ground blind, it doesn't really. It doesn't really. So in a ground blind, actually, yeah, in a ground blind, that's yeah. what I wear now. As I wear all black, yeah, black hoodie, black, black out, hat, yeah. and that's because yeah. you know you're sitting against that background yeah. and you don't want them to see you. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, in the ground blind, I feel like turkey's a lot easier than I thought it'd be. I never get caught. Like I'm like, are you serious? They're coming in, I'm eating oh. peanuts. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm cracking. On I smoke cigars when I'm yeah. I did me too. because they can't smell it during yeah. turkey. If I turkeys do that. had a sense of smell, you'd never kill one. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. There's no way. I know their vision's amazing, so I just careful when they're looking or coming towards me with that eyeball. It's going all around, you know. But other than that, man, once they locked on to the decoy, that's it. Oh, it's man. game over. They don't. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't even see me. You know, the one thing we haven't talked with Vanguard is their cases. Which they're, oh yeah, they're hard oh, cases. Yeah. And do, you guys, use, do you have any of those, Mike? I do. Those I do. are amazing. I turned one into. I think it was designed as a pistol or handgun yeah, case, yeah. but I turned it into a camera. Yeah, that's case. exactly oh, what we do. Man, absolutely. With, those, with the foam, yep. with the uh, the way it's perforated, where you can pull it out, Pop and it out. form it exactly to your cameras and your batteries. So, with the group of oh, guys that sweet. we have and all the guys oh that God, take the cameras equipment. everywhere, let me tell you how much money that saved oh, us. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And we, you know, at, at one point I had like a FS5 or something. It was very expensive, so we we had them send us one, and we perfectly picked out you know each piece to fit everything perfectly cut it out but then like uh kevin he wanted it more open because he had like more like gopros and stuff so they actually have one that has a zipper on the inside that doesn't have that it's a section it's like a normal so you can get that case in two different styles but but it's a hard sided case still same same case but it has a bag inside of it in the bag so it's it's really good for bear hunting and stuff because you can i noticed the seal on that that's got to be waterproof waterproof seal we took it through a river and take pictures for him we stepped on underwater took underwater pictures it was cool like it was fun. We had a good time with that, but yeah, we we flood flowed that thing down a river, not with a camera in it, but just to see if anything got in it. Of <laughs> oh, course, on. just to be come safe. On. Oh, but if, if you're going to spend the money on a camera, right? And a lot, of, you know, people spend really good money on cameras. You oh, want something sure. to protect it. I think that that's our go-to for protecting our equipment. So, yeah. and then, like I said, we our stuff gets tossed all around. It's trading hands with you know all of our pro staff and everything like that to have a case like that. And I mean, it really protects our money, <laughs> let alone you know uh, all the all the people that we're lending it out to. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then they had you know I don't know if they're ever going to go back to bow case a lot. They haven't for a while, and they're still talking about that. I don't know, but someday maybe. Yeah. Um, they do have gun cases though. I they know do. that, and they have longer ones. Um, they have a ton of stuff, man. A lot of little accessories that yep. you can use for tons of things. And um, yeah, I've been lobbying for a rangefinder. Yes, me yes. too. Love to see a new yes, rangefinder. And it's it's right in their wheelhouse. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Yep. And that I've never brought excellent. up the ground blind thing, but that might be a little off topic for them. But man, they'd make a nice ground blind, wouldn't they? I think so. Yeah. You, uh, you maybe, plant the maybe after they don't know what's going to grow don't tomorrow. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe after they listen to this podcast, they'll get on that. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, man. Right there. Well, Vanguard, if anybody's interested in Vanguard, they're in the back here, uh, just all the way that away, if, you're, if anybody's looking at me. <laughs> uh, you know what else, too? <laughs> Website, vanguardworld.us, yes. vanguardworld.us. On Facebook, uh, Vanguard Outdoors, and on Instagram, Vanguard Outdoors. And again, we do a monthly Vanguard podcast where we talk with some very interesting people, some heavy hitters in the industry. That's on the website. Click on the uh, podcast link. It's a drop-down menu. Awesome. And listen to that every month. Uh, Mike, are you going to be out there the rest of the day, too? 
I, my niece's baby is getting baptized. Yeah, leaving okay. soon. And so I have to go. I have to. I want to go north and be a well, part hey, of that. Congratulations! Oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. family you first. Us, Mr. Avery. Family Mr. first. Mr. Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I never would have let the cat out of the bag on that. Uh, seriously, Mike. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks, appreciate guys. it. Thanks, Keep Mike. up the good work. Good yeah, job, thank you, guys. Really, really, Great really to good. See you. Good to see you. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey, guys. Can't get enough of the Bowen Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.